0: Welcome to Do You Need A Bag podcast, a place for our honest conversations about the
1: reality of trying to live sustainably. Hi, I'm Amy. And I'm Sophie. And our mission is to hopefully take some of the stress out of your eco journey by sharing an insight into our sustainable experiences so far. Hi, Sophie. Hi, Amy. How are you? I'm good, thank you. How are you? I'm really good. Um, yeah, super excited about this week because I'm finally going back to the market on Friday. <laughs> oh, that's
0: amazing. I am yeah. you're so excited.
1: Oh, gosh, it's just been. So uh, for those who don't know, I uh, have a regular weekly stall at Neston Market um, and I absolutely love it. And during this lockdown, I'm not considered uh, an essential stall so I haven't been able to trade since before Christmas mm. um and it's yeah <laughs> so yeah so it's just it's just been a long time coming and now that the lockdown restrictions are reducing and these non-essential shops are reopening I can go back um so yes yeah, so I'm just so excited to see everyone and and get out there again and yeah it's just um yeah it's just such a relief oh I'm um, really so helps. yeah so That's my exciting news for this week. Um, so, how are you, Amy? What's going on with you at the minute? Oh, it's amazing! I'm
0: so so pleased you're going to get back out there. It must be so yeah, so good for you to finally oh, be you. there.
1: <laughs> yeah, it is. It really is. Thank you. Good.
0: I mean, yeah, I've had a pretty exciting week as well, to be honest with you. I finally got a launch date for my Ladies Environmentalist Bamboo Toothbrushes. So we're going to be launching on the 24th of April, which is, well, less, almost two weeks. Well, less than two weeks now. So, yeah, we've released a huge giveaway on the Ladies Environmentalist page. It's just all, it's all getting really exciting now and I can't quite believe it. But um, yeah, just really exciting. Been so, so busy. Obviously, you know, we both do eco stuff every single day but it's nice to be able to to come on and just talk all eco with you
1: I love that yeah I know what that our lives basically revolve around the eco stuff but it is kind of nice yeah. just to have that little yeah just our little safe space where we can just have a chat and just yeah just chill That's out it.
0: For it. <laughs> I'm also looking forward to our little agenda today as well what we've put together so I think it'll be fun to, to talk through
1: yeah, definitely. Because I, I feel like with the the zero waste movement and going sustainable, you kind of get the feeling that you have to go and buy all the things. You have to buy, mm. you have to have your bamboo toothbrush and you have to have your um, natural soaps and reusable bags and, and all of that, which, yes, they are essential. Um, but there is, there's more to it than just the products, isn't there?
0: Totally. And that is why we're going to talk about eco swaps that you can do today. Yeah. So (laughs) like you say, (laughs) it's sort of changing your approach to things that you potentially already do um, and your mindset and thinking about things that you already do and actually celebrating that they could be more eco than you think. Um, And like Sophie said, not buying new things, um, just sort of looking at what you have um, already. And doing things in slightly different ways. So, Sophie, would you like to go first with our tip number one?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, so tip number one is to use what you have. So you may feel very bombarded with those beautiful pantries that we've already talked about, and you've got to go out and get all your your perfect glass jars. Um, but really, it's just just see what you have to hand. If you have a couple of pasta jars, if you have those plastic tubs. Just keep using them. Um, You don't have to strive for that perfect kitchen. And part of that as well is that you you may end up creating more waste if you feel like you need to get rid of those things and mm. replace them with the perfect products. Uh, so, mm. yeah. So, you know, if you still have those, um, the, the, the plastic sandwich bags, use them. If you've still got your cling film, use that wrap up your sandwiches with it. Um, mm. uh, you know, make, make it to a point where th- there's none left and then you're looking for your alternatives, but absolutely keep using what you have.
0: Totally. I love that. I mean, I'm definitely one to have the takeaway tubs stacked to the nines in my cupboard. Tupperware Tupperware cupboard. (laughs) (laughs) I hate to admit it, I've had a lot of takeaways in my time. So, you know, it would be such it's it's ridiculous to chuck them away to have to have something um, to replace it. So totally. I love your idea. It's really, really good.
1: Yeah. And those Tupperware tubs, they're so handy because they're really small. They fit in your freezer. They're stackable like Mm. don't just throw them away straight away you will definitely find a use for them and maybe not even foods it might be for your kids toys or stationery like they are they're pretty handy to have around and it's really nice when you can feel like you've um you've saved something and given it a second life so yeah we're all about
0: that amazing
1: yeah all right amy so tip number two
0: Tip number two is look for items getting low. So if you're just starting your eco journey, it can be so overwhelming when you just look in here you for know, every area of your life, I suppose. Beauty products, skincare products, healthcare products, um, kitchen products, you know, cleaning products, everything. You think plastic, plastic, plastic everywhere. But you know, don't be discouraged because you just Do it in a way that's manageable and you start with the things that are running low first. So for example, if your deodorant's running out, you think, oh, okay, Um, I haven't got much deodorant left so I can just research into my natural deodorant options. You know, ask a Facebook community which ones they recommend. Do some Googling Googling yourself. Either way, just focus on that one thing that you're going to go to next. So the items that are looking low is that that's your next focus. So see it as, you know, little things at a time. Don't worry about changing everything at once it's an impossible task and it is also wasteful if you you know chuck things away that you you haven't fully used so yeah that's sort of my uh, idea of the next tip what about you Sophie? if we've got anything yeah. to add to that
1: that's brilliant yeah because as we've just said use what you have so if you have half a bottle of shampoo, use it up. That's brilliant. Um, and also with regards to, to how you focus on making those swaps, it could be an individual item. Um, or if you're feeling a little more adventurous, you could actually – Uh, focus on a room at a time Mm. so I started with my bathroom and I found that that was the easiest one to do so I swapped over to um to soaps instead of bottles I've got a safety razor I've got my bamboo toothbrush and my toothpaste tabs Mm. um so yeah that was that was the easiest one for me so that's another way to look at it if you go sort of room by room or maybe category by category um what what did you find easier to do Amy was it individual or was it by room
0: yeah, that's interesting. I think I sort of did a bit of both. Like, I think focusing on the bathroom is like, like you say, like quite easy. Like, I think it's the easiest room if you're going to go that approach. But I also used a lot of shampoo and conditioner and, and, and I, that was one of my first ever swaps of shampoo, a shampoo bar. Um, but the, since then it's been more sort of products as I go through what I've got. So, you know, then it was sort of natural deodorant and cleaning products Um, So it was sort of a bit of both, really, but maybe more itemized than you.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And with the because I with my um, refill business, I use the liquid soaps as well. So Mm. I found that a really easy transition. Um, I just waited. I kept holding my bottles and then once they were down, then I could start to refill those. And that was a a really easy swap for me to do. And it's a swap that I find my customers that very it's very easy for them as well. Yeah, great. All right, that's a good, uh, good
0: little chat about that. What about tip three?
1: Uh, tip three, one of one of my favourites. Well, I'm very much supportive of local business, mm. and I am a um, advocate for shopping local. So, if you're fortunate enough, you live in a shopping district, or maybe you have a local high street, consider going there first before going to the big supermarket or going into the big city, um, and. Another tip as well if you uh, can walk there or if you can possibly ride your bike, even better because we know that our cars are not great for the CO2 emissions that they release. So if you can kind of leave the car at home and make another way there, um, that's always a, a- plus as well but yeah check out the high street i know a lot are struggling at the moment with the pandemic um but you're still going to hopefully find your greengrocer to get your local produce and for the meat eaters you can uh you should hopefully have a butcher's um and then uh, a refill shop as well they are they seem to be popping up everywhere now which is so exciting um so yeah so have a little look maybe you've got a local refill shop so you can go and fill up on your staples on your pasta and your rice and and like your shampoo and your washer up liquid um and to take your bottles and, and do that instead of, of buying something in packaging um yeah and then also as well you might have some second hand sh- second hand uh, charity shops there too so you could maybe look for products in those shops instead of buying something new you can buy those second as well
0: yeah, some amazing ideas. I also just want to interject and add um, farmers markets, I know, um, or just local markets, because uh, my town, I'm lucky enough to have a local market every Wednesday. And then there's farmers markets um, also that pop up like, local to me as well every, you know, some other days of the week. So I love walking around those. And if you plan your time, you can, you know, get your groceries for the week at the farmers market and support local farms. Yeah, yeah, so. definitely.
1: Yeah, farmers market's really fun. And it's so nice to get to know the individual stall holders or the shop holders. And like I I always go into Tommy's, into his greengrocers and always have a good chat with him. Um and it's yeah. it's really nice just to create those relationships with people and um and just get that sense of community back as well. Definitely. Yeah, Love it. Okay, Amy, what is our tip number four? Okay, so
0: tip number four is switching one meat meal for a plant-based meal. So there's an amazing statistic that if every single family in the UK ditched meat for just one meal, it would have the same environmental impact as cutting 45 million tonnes of greenhouse gas emissions. That actually equates to taking 60 million cars off the road. It's a really incredible thing. It makes such a big impact. And actually, these days, there are so many amazing plant-based options and meals and recipes out there. It's so, so much easier to find vegan alternatives to things like vegan mayo, vegan cheese, It's a really, really fun thing to do as well because you can start experimenting with different foods. I um, actually have a favorite and they're called Bosh, B-O-S-H. They have a really cool Instagram page and some really amazing cookbooks and they make vegan cooking so fun. Um, And one of my, my meat loving partner, he actually loves their meals and he asks me to make him uh, the rogan josh rogan Bosch curry um and he actually asked for it and that is unheard of for him usually he has to have a meal with me so you know if you want to try and impress your family or, or convert your your family or your friends trying those recipes will be uh, you know a good place to start so it's all about just making one small simple switch um to one meal um a week if you can just give it a go can make such a massive impact Uh, and also switching to things like oat milk or different types of dairy-free milk is an amazing thing to do as well oat milk's an absolute game changer for me i now love my cup of coffee even more than i used to with it so there's some really great alternatives out there that you can try
1: absolutely i feel like the vegans um of that have been vegans for decades, they've kind of paved the way for us. They've mm. made I feel like they've suffered <laughs> and <laughs> gone through not having things like vegan cheese and you know, if you if you're making a um a burger like vegan uh, bread buns and vegan mayo yeah. and things like that. So they've kind of pioneered and and pushed through so that people like us it's it it is also becoming almost becoming convenience um to be able to go vegan it's so much easier I think now more than ever um but yeah but I um so I've been vegetarian for uh, probably about a a year and Mm. I've been a little bit on and off but honestly at the minute I've kind of gone a little bit back to meat um so I am yeah i'm very sort of fluctuating between it at the moment and i i find great comfort in food and i feel like that's my um yeah that's kind of like my my issue with food is I, i get that comfort from it yeah so i i have really tried very hard with veganism um as far as like vegan cheese and i just i'm not it's just not for me um so yeah so i am sort of looking for those kind of, uh, comfort foods, I suppose. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but I, I, it's so important if we can kind of minimize it because the biggest issue with meat is that, um, uh, we, the demand for it as the population increases, we're all eating more, we're eating more meat mm. and you know, it's just not, it's not sustainable anymore. So yeah, so we're not saying get rid of meat completely from your diet but as as um amy said just reducing it just like one meal a week can make such a huge impact so definitely yeah, yeah it's definitely um it's something worth considering for sure yeah brilliant amazing
0: so tip number 5 sophie what have we got uh, to-
1: I I love this tip tip number five buy secondhand I love this because I'm such a stingy person like <laughs> I don't, if I don't have to pay full price for something it just it just fills my heart with joy <laughs> and yeah if I can buy it secondhand it's just it's such an amazing feeling like yeah you get it for a quarter of the price um, most secondhand items I'll get from charity shops so I'm supporting um, charities as well um, and it's giving something a second life um, as a as a seamstress I'm very fortunate that I am able to buy things and I can maybe alter them or if they're slightly damaged I can repair it um, so that's something that's a bit of a tool that I've really found has helped on my um sustainable Mm. journey um but yeah but not even not even charity shops there's so much out there there's ebay there's uh facebook marketplace there's uh depop which Mm. is amazing i love depop um but yeah there's just a plethora of pre-loved items out there that you um yeah you can grab a bargain and and help a help a, a charity or help a small business um so yeah why why buy new when you can probably get it secondhand
0: for a tiny amount <laughs>
1: <laughs> I love it I totally
0: am with you on this one like I absolutely love uh, secondhand shopping I love selling my items secondhand as well so it's all sort its of like another side of it you know you can buy what you can pretty much buy whatever you need to buy. If it's a specific item, you can search for it somewhere and you can find it, like you say, for cheaper um, and secondhand, giving it a second life. It's incredible what people want to sell. What other people's trash is your treasure.
1: I tell you. It's oh, 100%. It's, yeah. It's
0: amazing. And, you know, I've made, I think, like something ridiculous, like 200 pounds in the last three weeks on selling my old items. So, it's, you know, there's actually money in it as well, if you can be bothered to, to put um, your things on eBay and stuff. So so much love for the secondhand um area whatever market it's it's so so good
1: yeah and especially it's kind of I feel like it's the equivalent of when someone compliments your dress and you're like thanks it's got pockets you can there uh, <laughs> you can be like oh thanks I got it I got it secondhand. you know yeah. or it's vintage or it's retro it's just that little spark of joy um that you can kind of share with someone because they're probably not expecting you to say that it's secondhand or, you know, or it's, yeah, pre-loved. So, yeah, so it's... That's uh, it. Yeah. It's really amazing. Me too. Okay. Next tip. Another one of our favorites. Next tip is... Bring your own bag. So do you need a bag?
0: No I don't need a bag.
1: (laughs) (laughs) The reason this podcast started (laughs)
0: is because we love reusable bags. It's such a simple and easy swap that you can do and we all have them. That's the crazy thing. I think there's got to be a cupboard or a a area, a drawer in everybody's house that has stacks and stacks of bags um, that we just you know, accumulate over the years, which is okay, but because, you know, you can reuse them, we can use them again, it's just remembering them, so, you know, the tips are, shove it in your boot, shove a couple in your boot, or, you know, just have your, like, little tote bags in your handbag, you know, just, just think of ways in which you can not forget your bag, um, before you leave the house, so it's just, it's great, it's a great tip, and I love it.
1: Yeah, absolutely, I think, um, I I read a a statistic and they believe that every household in the UK on average has 44 <laughs> reusable bags, bags for life. Wow. And I'm like, where where are you hiding those? Like I mean because <laughs> I do. I have I, I have a bag cupboards. I absolutely do. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I have a bag cupboard and when I open the door, they fall out every single time. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah you're just shoving them just stay it's kind of like <laughs> packing for holiday, isn't it just like just please stay in there just Stay in. yeah but it's it's crazy because obviously the government put this incentive in you know you've got to pay for a bag and then they increase the prices but it's still just not quite deterring people from it and I don't know about you Amy but every, pretty much every time I go shopping um I always hear somebody asking for a bag or needing a bag and Definitely. yeah and and this is The whole point of this uh, podcast is to talk about that mindset. It's Mm. not just about buying the things. It's about changing that mindset. So it's how you kind of rewire your brain Mm. to sort of think ahead. And yeah, it's so hard sometimes and I totally get it. Life gets so busy and it's hard to have to sort of plan your day ahead and think okay well i'm gonna need to buy milk on the way home so i've got to remember to take my reusable bag first thing in the morning um so yeah some great little tips that that amy had there was you know just always always have them in your boot always have them in your um in your handbag like just have them somewhere, somewhere somehow yeah yeah, exactly. Yeah, fill your pockets. That's Whatever, it. whatever you need to do. Yeah, <laughs> love it. Also, awesome. another quick tip on
0: that: if you do forget your bags and you're in the shop, in the shop, in the shop, and you're like, okay, what do I do? I've I've got quite a lot of stuff. If you just look around at like the fruit and veg aisles, it's like cardboard boxes for fruit and veg. So. <laughs> Yes. you can you know there's a lot that are empty so just take a cardboard box put your shopping in the cardboard box and take the box home and then recycle the box so you actually avoid the plastic bags even if you forget you're reusable so that's just a little what a top <laughs> tip little add on there
1: <laughs> yes top tip love that yeah because I'm I'm one of those people I just absolutely refuse and I'm like do you know what I'm I'll carry have it all to, yeah I'm gonna have to stack them all up and because this is my punishment for not bringing my bag that's it um, but yeah, that's brilliant. Yeah, go, go down to the fruit and veg because you're likely to get yourself a free box, and you're reusing yes, what you have. That's yeah, I love that. Brilliant, amazing. <laughs> I think
0: we've got one more tip, So What is the last tip?
1: Yeah, so the last tip, um, it's quite it's, it is quite an important important one, and it's to recycle right. So what we mean by that is when you throw anything that is recyclable into your um recyclable waste. That gets taken away from the council make sure that you're doing it correctly mm-hmm. and you just think yeah just throw it in the throw it in the bin it's going to make its way to recycling. everything's going to be fine but there's actually so many uh, rules that you kind of you have to abide by really with yeah. recycling so it's things like check that your your local council will actually accept it some areas will take certain types of plastic um and some won't take it at all. It just depends on what they're able to do in that area and what they're able to physically recycle. Another one is to rinse your recycling. And there's very much this kind of myth going around. You do, you don't. What is it? You do, you really do. Because if there is too much um, contamination, bunny ears contamination mm. of food products on the recycling items on the, on the, um, on the waste, um, they, they won't take it so they'll put it all into a big pile if it's too contaminated that huge pile of recycling will get thrown away it will just get taken to landfill so you've got maybe you know you've done it right you've cleaned everything everything's as it should be but your neighbor hasn't and because of that it's all going to go to trash and it's not going to go to recycling so yeah so my uh my tip for recycling what i've done is i've gone on my my, my local council website and I've uh, printed off the guide and it's on a pin board above the recycling bin. So my whole family can now check it and make sure that every time they throw something in the bin that they um, that it can actually go into recycling. So it's really handy to have that guide sort of uh, available. Um, that might be if it's if it's something that your family struggle to do to know which can and can't go in um that might be a good tip for people yeah
0: no I really I've done a very similar thing actually one of the first things I ever did on my eco journey was to create um little boxes like um actually like got some wooden plaques and like just like my diy attempt was to make them into boxes for um the two types of recycling my camp takes Um, and i did the same as you and i put um, a a sticker on the front a piece of paper on the front which literally listed the things that can and can't go in Um, and it really helped my dad and my brother and i just sort of decipher the recycling rules easier it just takes a little bit of research and you know you just like you say so every council is different it's confusing it's yeah it's so confusing so just make sense of it and like you say you just don't really want to risk that contamination or soiling of the of the recycling because all of your good work and effort going into recycling could be ruined by one
1: little thing so um love those tips really really good well done yeah brilliant yeah excellent um okay so i think we can finish up with our favorite swap um so amy out of all of our swaps that we have suggested today which one is your your favorite,
0: my favorite. Oh, I'm so bad with things like
1: this. I can't choose. <laughs> <laughs> I'm. To be honest, I'm expecting you to choose. Too. So if if you need, you do do what you gotta do, Amy. <laughs> I always choose to.
0: Choosing ones is too hard. Okay, so the, the two that I love are. I love the idea of eating more plant-based food. It's something that I'm finding really exciting, and just you know, it makes such a massive impact. So it's incredible. It makes you feel good health-wise, and it makes a massive difference the planet. Um my favorite thing going plant based is switching to oat milk. I don't even drink cow's milk anymore. I love oat milk so much. It's it changed my coffee. I love my coffee in the morning because of it. Um, it's just, yeah, it's really, really fun, really good. It's something you can experiment and do. And I love food. So, you know, it's got to be. Um, and then my second one would be secondhand shopping because I just love it. I love finding things secondhand. I love giving things new lives. And I love buying things secondhand. Um, sorry, selling things secondhand and giving them a new life instead of, you know, my items just going to charity. Or, um, you know, someone can just actually love it and buy it cheaper. So that's that's my two. What about you, Soph? Yeah, amazing.
1: I, I I totally agree with the oat milk. Um yeah, I don't drink cow's milk anymore. I don't enjoy it. Now. I don't like the taste. Yeah, but it is so the oat milk is so good in coffee. Um I actually get mine from uh milk delivery. So it's uh it's the brand I think is called Oto. And it's just so thick and creamy and oh gosh, it does. And I put it on my cereal, like I use it on everything now. I make pancakes with it. Yeah. Um oh, it's absolutely brilliant. So yeah, yeah, definitely. I'm with you there on the oat milk. Love it. Um but yeah, so as for my swaps, maybe do you know what? I'm gonna choose two as well. I'm gonna <laughs> choose two. <laughs> um so my first one is to use what you have. So I am so guilty of hoarding, um, but it does pay off sometimes um, because there'll be times where I'll, you know, I'll get a box from delivery and I'll think, oh, that's a good box. I uh, <laughs> I'm going to find a use for that. <laughs> and my jars, I'm an absolute pasta sauce hoarder as well with my jars. Um, but it's just such a great feeling when you need. To put something in a box, and you think, "Oh, I have a box for that," or you need, "I'm going to go to my refill shop, and I need to fill up on my food and I think, "Oh, I've got a jar for that." It's just, it's one of those little sparks of joy moments, um, like taking your reusable bag to the supermarket. <laughs> um So yeah, so I mean, I'm not, I'm not too bad. I accept there's times where it's getting too much stuff, and I do need to recycle it. Um, but yeah, but I will um, definitely use what i have and i just I, I, you know it's being creative with things as well so you see something has one use and if you can find another way to use it again it's just that little um yeah just that great feeling that you've um You've been creative with something but and um, yeah, and put new life into it, so yes, yeah, so that's my first, and then, yeah, my second is a hundred percent it's the the second hand store i'm I'm so there with you buying second hand, um yeah, just just kind of as summarize what I've already said, it just is just feels great just to be able to give something a second life to support businesses and to just pay so much less for for if it was new um so yeah so they're they're my two yeah i cheated as well (laughs) and that's it for this episode and we hope you really enjoyed it
0: thank you so much for listening to the podcast if you want to hear more be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast provider
1: and we'd love if you leave us a review so that more earth conscious folks like yourself can find this podcast and hopefully be inspired too you can stay connected with us on Instagram
0: and Facebook at Do You Need a Bag Podcast. We can't wait to meet you.
1: So, tune in every other Wednesday for a new episode. See you then.